Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese, or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. I've been riding a motorcycle for 52 years. I started having back pain that turned into a knee pain. I couldn't even sit on the motorcycle. I was like, oh man, am I going to have to give up riding bikes? Kaiser Permanente, they decided I needed a hip replacement. So I was going to do it through outpatient surgery. <laughs> Panned out great. Recovered overnight. Was home by 11 o'clock the next morning. I'm glad I made the choice for Kaiser Permanente. I'm enjoying life. Every medical case is unique. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan in the Mid-Atlantic States, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852. What's up, everybody? This is Scott Yeager here with another edition of Challenge Mania. This episode is brought to you by The Madhouse. That's our bonus podcast series over at patreon.com slash challenge mania. Just because Total Madness is coming to a close, that does not mean we are shutting the door to The Madhouse. We will have at least one bonus podcast a week, and we are going to keep the fun interviews flowing over at patreon.com slash challenge mania, where you can be a part of the pod squad. All right. You didn't come for me. You came for D. So on the line right now, he is the Antonio Gates to my Tony Gonzalez, Mr. Derek Kaczynski. What's up, dude? Yeah, man. Um, everything seems good. It's reunion week. Uh, you know, we're having our own little reunion for uh, Diesel-level patrons uh, this weekend. Uh, we're going to have a couple surprise guests, uh, right? And uh, it feels like it's, you know, a reunion within reunion week. During Total Madness. So in between the two reunions, two-part reunion for Total Madness. So I love how we're able to sort of, you know, continue to give this, you know, challenge feel in our own challenge manual world uh, while the reunions are going on. So I'm excited to see everybody's faces uh, this weekend and uh, and, and just uh, – I, I think I'm going to drink. I think I'm going to drink, Scott. I think this diesel level patron thing will be at least be my escape to drink once a month with the pod squad. Yeah, what you're talking about, D, is the Legion of Zoom, Sunday, July 26th. Truth be told, D, people might be listening to this podcast, depending on if they're a pod squad or not. They might mm. be getting this on the 27th. They might be getting uh, this on the 28th. It might be too little, too late, but that well, doesn't you mean... You need to release this. You need to release this That doesn't mean early to patrons. No, well, patrons will be getting it early. So if you're a patron and you're hearing this in time, there's still time to sign up. July 26th, if you're a diesel-level patron or above, you can be a part of the Legion of Zoom call. It's a live, full-fledged challenge discussion with Derek and myself we have two confirmed surprise guests we're gonna be doing trivia giveaways playing games having hot debates about total madness the reunion talking about who we're gonna put in the next class of the hall of fame you can be a part of it live and d said he's gonna be cracking open a beer too i probably will be as well so will the maniacs we're gonna have an unofficial drinking game going it's all at patreon.com slash challenge mania by way of zoom 
this Sunday, which is the 26th of July from 8 p.m. to around 11 p.m. Eastern time. That's if you're hearing this in time. If you don't hear this in time, there will be one every month. Starting next August, you will be able to be a part of our next Zoom call, which is going to be the unofficial birthday party of Derek Kaczynski. Actually, fuck unofficial. It will be the official birthday party for Derek Kaczynski. Last year, we did it at Caroline's. This year, we're doing it on Zoom. You know that will be loaded with surprises, and you could be a part of that if you are a diesel-level patron for August. So lots of fun stuff coming up at patreon.com slash challengemania. We're going to keep the madhouse going. D, this week we were joined by Hunter Barfield to break down the reunion and the season that was with us. Before that, we've had Paulie, we've had Cara, we've had Tony, we've had Leroy, we've had Kellyanne, we've had Marie, we've had Cyrus, we had Kenny Santucci break down an episode with us. The episode that was Johnny versus Wes. Um, crazy guests we've had. Mark Long, Darrell Taylor, Cliff Hogg from Big Brother. We've had such great guests in the Madhouse this year. No better time than right now than to sign up and listen to all 16 episodes of Total Madness in the Madhouse right now. Boom. How that's, how's that for a $15 value? You get every single podcast we've ever done. You can binge them in a month if you want. So encourage you guys to check out all the perks we got going on at patreon.com slash challenge mania. And speaking of my, uh, speaking of the reunion and my intro D, uh, what'd you think of Vernon Davis? Pro Bowl tight end, Super Bowl champion with the Broncos, hosting the reunion. Part one is in the can. We've seen that. Part two coming at us this Wednesday. What'd you think of VD hosting the reunion remotely? How did he do? I think he did, uh, you know, look good, feel good, play good. You know, probably just like he did in the NFL for the past, I don't know, 10, 12 years. I found out he just retired and I didn't, I didn't know that, but I do believe that me and little D went to see, watch the Bears play the Redskins. Uh, and, and the bears had beat them. Um, and I went to check out some of his highlights and it turns out that he has like jumped a guy, you know, during one, of, one of his games. And I believe as a Redskin. and then he tried to do it against one of our bears that game. And the, the cornerback had, had, you know, prepped for it, kept his head up and he kind of had to come down and not leap the guy. So, uh, you know, I think he did a good job. I think he did a good job. I mean, you know, ask questions, get the answers. There's a lot of people, you know, a lot of stuff going on. So it's like, I thought he did good. So you're saying VD, Vernon Davis, would be good in a hall brawl against a Nelson or a Fessy or a Rogan. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think he'd, he'd probably win at a retired age. Unlike we've, unlike the, the, the super athletes I've been watching on the, on the Titan games lose to, uh, you know, teachers from uh, North Carolina. I just watched Tyron Woodley lose in the Titan games to uh, a teacher from North Carolina who does not look like they have the skill to beat a uh, former UFC champion. I think Vernon Davis is beating all the guys in a hall brawl. And, you know, we mentioned the reunion. We mentioned Vernon Davis. Obviously, the reunions, especially this two-part one where we're going to see some of the stuff we didn't see, fills in a lot of the gaps of the season, Total Madness, that just came to a close. That's also what we do over in the Madhouse at Patreon.com slash Challenge Mania. And that's what we do here with our long-form interviews on Challenge Mania. Today, we're bringing you somebody who wasn't able to make it to the reunion. He had just had surgery, so we didn't get to hear him shoot the shit with VD and the rest of his uh, shoot the shit with VD. I- I'm sure he's had some VD in his life. Just kidding. But was not able to connect. 
reconnect with Vernon Davis and the rest of the cast. Uh, but Rogan O'Connor is here to talk about the final, to talk about that final elimination versus Johnny, to talk about that epic hall brawl versus Nelson, and to talk about everything under the sun with us here on Challenge Mania. So hit him up on Twitter, guys, if you want to let him know you heard him on Challenge Mania. He's one of our favorite guests. He comes on all the time, but really wanted to catch up with Rogan and hear about the rest of the season at Rogan underscore O'Connor. Um, and he's a great guest as always. If you're a new patron, you're looking for your shout out. We're going to do it in the outro of this podcast because we have a lot to talk to Rogan about. But you can follow Derek on Twitter at DerekMTV at Instagram as well. Same handle. I'm at Shot of Jaeger on Twitter at Scott of Jaeger on Instagram, Facebook or Facebook.com slash Challenge Mania podcast. You'll hear us talking about a lot of merch that we have over in the Challenge Mania dot shop. If you go to that website, you can get Challenge Mania face mask. You can still be wearing your face mask. You can get Derek versus Joss gear. You can get Ashley Mitchell gear. You can get Anissa gear. Cara Maria Pauly. If you want to support Pauly on what his next venture might be, who knows what that could be. Darrell Taylor, Mark Long, you name it. Let's go, Devin. Jemmy. Jemmy doing her great work uh, gathering supplies and hooking up sponsors with teachers who need stuff for the new season. So always good to support Jemmy with the gem class stuff we have over at ChallengeMania.shop. So lots of fun over there as always. And we want to thank our good partners over at BetterHelp. If you go to BetterHelp.com slash Mania, you can get 10% off your first month of online counseling. And you should join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health today. Uh, a very important issue. That's BetterHelp.com, H-E-L-P.com slash Mania. All right, D, you ready yeah. to get to Rogan? Yeah, I, I, I got a, I, I got a, I got a recent DM from, uh, from Kyle. And I'm, I'm sad, sad to say that I, I, that Rogan, I can't pass this on to Rogan because uh, we just pre-recorded Rogan, but, uh, Hey Rogan, um, Kyle says that you're the world's biggest piece of shit and he wishes that you froze up on that mountain. There you go. Thank Couldn't you. have said it better myself. All right, here we go. The rhino brawn Rogie bear, Mr. Rogan O'Connor. the line right now we have a man who was a fingertip away from ending johnny banana's miraculous seventh challenge championship run but he just came up that close and he's here to break it all down for us mr rogan o'connor is back what's up brother <laughs> i love that introduction yeah if only my fingertips were a little bit longer uh, i could have i could have won half a million and satisfied a lot more women <laughs> well i can't wait i can't wait to get to that portion of uh of the podcast, because I really want to know if you were really just that uncoordinated. You don't jump. Uh, we know you can tackle people. We don't <laughs> know your basketball background. Was it the snow? Was it slippery? Was it, you know, was the, the snow really knee deep, like Jenny said? Um, but it, it, in the end, I've been calling you the brawn of, of the challenge from Game of Thrones. I've been calling you the barbarian. I've been calling you the next guy up uh, that's going to run yeah. the show. Uh, so I Thank can't you. wait to get wow. into this podcast. Wow. Yes, sir. That means a lot. Thank you so much. 
High praise indeed. We look forward to getting Johnny on at some point, running through this after he's done with his Victory Lap Press Tour. Last week we spoke to Casey a little bit before the final. We didn't touch too much on the final, but got to hear about her run. We got to hear about Jenny's run through the final. And now we'll get to talk to you, who played as big of a part of this final as anybody. But before we get into that, we dive into Total Madness. I just, right off the top, want to knock something out real quick. A few people have written in about this, uh, asking us to address it and you to address it. And I know upon speaking to you, this is something you You've been looking to get off your chest for a while now, too. So I'll yeah. give you the stage to talk about that, and then we can put it behind us and hopefully and, wa- and uh, walk our way onto that mountain with you in Austria. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. So, uh, so, okay. So people, you know, obviously this season, great season. Everybody's had a lot of fun watching the season, but there's been some other stuff that has plagued the season, has played the, the country of America, uh, played the, plagued the world at all, uh, and all that stuff. You're not necessarily directly involved, although you were with D, who was since removed from the show. Uh, since a lot of conversations have been, you know, about that stuff that she said. People have talked about some things that you tweeted in the past, and I know they're looking to get your thoughts on it, and I know you are looking to give them and address it briefly, so I'll give you the stage. Yeah, so I have been tweeting it myself, obviously a couple times, obviously 10 years ago, um, quoting my favorite rapper Drake's song, um, wrongfully using the N-word, but at the same time addressing how I shouldn't have said it saying how I've accidentally said it out loud when I'm singing along to my favorite rapper. And I tweeted about it um, and obviously used the N-word, which is not not something we should do. And that was what the tweet was about, saying I should never be using this word. So I didn't necessarily, like looking back at it, think it was racist. But if it does offend anyone whatsoever, and looking back, it was, you know, I would never tweet something like that now. Um, you know, this is nearly 10 years ago in my, in my past. And it's, you know, I am far from racist in any way whatsoever so it 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 really hurt me that people would tweet that um and uh, hopefully people understand that it was literally me quoting a drake song and the other tweet that uh people have brought up is me quoting pulp fiction which is my favorite film so but yeah looking back now if i offend anyone massively apologize for that but it was literally me quoting my favorite rapper and quoting my favorite film uh wrongfully using uh, the N word and uh, something I would never say out loud or never say again. And, you know, it's something I actually, the whole BLM movement is something that I feel really passionately about. So, um, yeah, apologies again, massive apologies to anyone who took offense or anything. It's not what I meant in any way, shape or form. And, um, you know, it, it does mean a lot to me. And, uh, I think anyone that's not using their platform, um, to do right by this movement um, should do. And so much so that I'm actually bringing out a, uh, a charity hoodie with Bearware, a Black Lives Matter. It's really cute <laughs> and it's, it's really cool. And uh, hopefully it does really well because uh, I'm working closely with two charities, one UK one uh, called Black Curriculum, which teaches black history in schools and out of schools, um, and another us charity as well so i'm working with two different charities which will get all the proceeds and a donation from myself and my company moving forward and hopefully bring more awareness uh to the movement because i don't want to make it a a moment i want to make it a movement just like everyone else uh and it's something i feel passionately about so yeah once again apologies to anyone that's offended from my tweets from nearly a decade ago um and uh yeah hopefully moving forward that can be forgotten about because uh it means a lot to me what the fans think obviously and and yeah, I'd like to move forward and, and do my best to use my platform for good and uh, yeah, not offend anyone anymore. 
Well, as you mentioned, uh, those tweets, you know, do exist in the distant past. That doesn't, you know, mean that anyone is wrong for drumming them up. Um, they're not the only tweets that have been drum up given the, the current situation. However, uh, I'm, I'm glad you were able to address it, uh, put it to bed, hopefully for, for some, if not most. And everything you said about the, the charity gear and stuff like that, where can people pick that up when it is out? Yeah, it's, um, we're still working on it. It's taken me a few samples because like everything, I need it to be perfect before anyone pays their hard-earned money for it. So uh, in the next couple of weeks, you'll see it dropped. Um, I did a photo shoot in it the last couple of days uh, with some amazing models. And so, yeah, uh, like I said, all proceeds, Cherry, and indeed a donation from myself and my company. Uh, it will be at bearware.co.uk, but you'll see it all over my, my Instagram and my social media in the, in the coming weeks for sure. And it's also bearware.clothing, just so uh, you dot, know. Dot clothing or .co.uk, either or. Either or we own both, so yeah. For me, but you know, you sent me. I got uh, you. I got some uh, some cool bearware samples. Um, yeah. I, I got some more gear that I'm gonna be posting, and I can't wait till you uh, post the 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 charity. Uh, you said it's a boa, a, ch- a boa. It's a hoodie. It's a it's a, it's, it's like the um. Oh, it's the a hoodie. and chill hoodies, but it's like yeah. even bigger. It's it's got some cool attributes. It's got like um stuff on the hood and yeah big text on the back it's it's really cool i can't i can't wait to release it i can't wait to retweet and let p in in uh and and post about it awesome yeah um thanks for opening up about that really appreciate that you're welcome thank you for bringing it to to the attention of people because yeah it's something i've wanted to speak about for a long time yeah and uh look it's a lesson that i think many people will learn uh have learned over the course of the past few years or the past few weeks or anything like that and and it's good to know that you have too and i know that probably it it probably is a lot easier or you know instincts might be to kind of try to sweep it under the rug or hope that it passes but look people right now i think are and and rightfully so very sensitive to this stuff uh when some Such swift judgment was passed down on a couple people within the last few months to the point where our entire season of Total Madness was flipped on its ass and re-edited. I think people now want to know, well, what about this? Well, what about that? Um, And rather than just kind of pretending that people aren't bringing this up, you know, I think it's great to address it, um, to cite the distinctions between the stuff that you tweeted that obviously, as you mentioned, ignorant, not not the right thing to do, not a good look. Um, However, uh, not to, to... at least in my opinion, and I'll go out and say it's not to be put necessarily in the same breath as inside, very directly insensitive comments made during the Black Lives Matter movement about Black Lives Matter. Um, yeah. I think we can all look back on your tweets and just say, Rogan, you fucking idiot. So um, thanks for addressing it, brother. And I, I really think that what you're doing with the uh, the charity work is more than a lot of people have done. And, you know, it just shows, you know, the entrepreneurial sense that you have using your platform for good, using your brand for good. Really cool. So I hope people check that out um, and keep furthering the cause because it's not over i know that there was one tuesday that it was cool to put the black square up but it's not just that we're going to keep moving with it so you're you're um, quite right um okay let's go to the final austria your second final in a row this time you are out there by yourself while you're with eight other people but you're playing solo dolo um talk about this i mean this was a definitely a different climate uh definitely a different altitude than the last final that you took part in and a completely different format here um i know obviously this thing ended for you halfway through by way of an elimination but right off the bat Compare this to your last finals win, you know, you know, was it 
harder? Uh, was it more strenuous? Was it tougher? Um, what were you going through up until obviously you lose that elimination, but that whole first leg, how did that compare to the first go round? Do you know what didn't happen last season that happened this season? A mm. fucking hall brawl with Nelson the night before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I Jesus. Was, I was in bits, man. I was like, I was just happy to be there. There was points after that hall brawl with Nelson. I was like, I'm done. I was like, I've won that. I was like, you guys enjoy the final. I'm going to get drunk with Nelson. I was, I was toast. Um, but obviously, you know, the competitor side of me, I was like, right, we'll carry on. Hopefully I'll get a few days in a hotel, little spa before the, uh, before the final. Oh no, no, no. We're, we're off to fucking Austria to go up a massive mountain straight away. So there's that, um, that was different. And then something that like, I don't know, why this like hasn't been mentioned at all. And maybe I'll get in trouble for this, but um, I got massive time penalties at the beginning of the final and it was not shown. So if anyone was wondering why I wasn't in the first half of the final, it's because I was stood at the starting line with TJ counting out for eight minutes. Wow. Yeah. Like, and people just, I, Wait, why did so you, why, what do you mean? Like did, people had the benefit of being able to place penalties on you. Was it a punishment I, I will, or something? I would never criticize the editing of the best show in the world. However, when we first started the final, it was, um, everyone had a slingshot, right? And, uh, and, and we all got to fire slingshots at, at the, uh, uh, skull that was miles away. It was a bit of a shit show, really. Um, but TJ was like, yeah, Kyle uh, gets, a, gets to choose five-minute penalty on someone. Fessy gets to choose a three-minute penalty on someone. And, uh, and they both just put it on me Ooh. straight away. They could have, like, it wasn't even a thing. Like, surely you would have put one on, you know, me and one on Corey or one on me and one on Bananas, whatever. They were just like, nope, Rogan, Rogan, like that, boom. So that's me stood at the starting line for eight minutes while everyone – Goes, don't get me wrong, I still overtook Kyle straight away, but, <laughs> but wow, uh, wow, yeah, so yeah, so that wasn't shown, and that's uh, that was like watching that back, I was like, wow, you're really gonna just not even mention the fact that I didn't start for eight minutes, but um, it is what it is, and uh, so that was that was a difficult start to the final, considering I'm stood there with concussion <laughs> pretty much, wow, like, okay, you guys are gonna do me like that, so uh, yeah, they really, I must have really been a threat. I like yeah. to take com- I, I like to take comfort in the fact that I must have been a threat because uh yeah they didn't even think about that they just they just sucker punched me both with the with the time penalties and I, to to the girls credit as well I think Casey had a maybe a 5 minute one and then uh and maybe Mel had three I can't remember with the girls exactly but yeah I think Mel had a 3 minute and Casey had a 5 maybe why would they uh, not wow. show that that seems like such a relevant thing to show not I have just no idea <laughs> I mean, from a strategy standpoint, to kind of see why you guys were in the running that you were, but also it's just like shows who's out to get who. Like it seems like a natural sort of, you know, oh, now Rogan's out to get Kyle or now Casey's out to get Jenny or whoever put it on her. Like seems like it would make sense and it was would have added a little bit of that flair to the first half of the, uh, at least up until the yeah. elimination and the votes, right? Yeah, so I'm stood there at the starting line. And while everyone else is like, you know, nearly finished with their logs or whatever. And I'm getting tweets saying, hey, yeah, see, you can't see Rogan in first place. You can see what happens when he doesn't get carried. And I'm like, hang on, wait, I haven't even started yet. <laughs> Give me a chance. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I felt kind of hard done by by that. But it is what it is. That's this, the game. That's the editing. That's, you know, you can't fit a whole final into one episode. Maybe that's why they did two episodes last season. 
Um, but yeah, that's what was cut, and that was uh, that was damaging to my to my final for sure. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. everyone, there's a that's a bit of tea spilt for you. Yeah, I mean, what, I mean, one of my questions somewhere down the line was going to be, why were you lagging so far behind in this final? I mean, it was like you know between you and Kyle you know, for, for second to last and last place in this thing, it didn't even seem like you had a chance in it. Uh, no, so when, yeah, it seemed like when you got to, uh, you know, the, the, the elimination, uh, during the final, it, it didn't matter because you weren't going to win anyway. That's what it looked like. Um, well, yeah, well, the thing is thus us four, Fessy, even with my time penalties, me, Fessy, Corey and bananas finished very close. And then we waited for like an hour for Kyle and Mel and Bailey. Um, but then the next day it wouldn't have mattered anyway because there was only one minute between everyone when it started. So finals are crazy, man. The, the time difference and everything like that, it really doesn't, it, it changes. I don't know like how to explain it, but it, it is what it is. You just have to go by the rules that are set, but I don't think yeah. they favor anyone in any way. I'm not saying that. I just think you just have to, you just have to roll with the punches and, um, on that particular day, the punches rolled against me hard. <laughs> so wait, so yeah. the hall brawl was the day before. Then you guys drove all the way to Austria uh, and then went right to the mountain, or was there another day of sleep in there? Explain that whole no, timetable. Like it was like a final, uh, back to the hotel. Um, next day, drive to Austria for like 12 hours on a bus. Bad back, bad shoulder, like fucked up. Then we got a night in the hotel, and then the final started first thing in the morning. Is that yeah. standard, Derek? Like, that, for instance, like, is that typically what you get, or do you get a little bit more time sometimes if you get on a plane, or how's that work? It, it depends who, who's calling the shots, but yeah, this time yeah. It, was, it was the big boss, so it was, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, well, I mean, you know, so there's a couple, like, you know, different eras, uh, Rogan. Uh, back then, uh, a long time ago, um, we weren't, you know, traveling, you know, taking a week off just to travel with the finalists to another country, um, you know, it, it, to uh, to do this, you know, two, three day final. You know, yeah. that's how it's been in the past. Maybe I don't know, 10 seasons um, before, you know, be- before that. You know, the finals that I had been to, they were kind of like this. They were kind of like what you're talking about. Yeah. Like the next day, two days later, do your final interviews before the final. And then, you know, and then sort of, you know, do the final. Like it's, it, it, I don't think it's, it's, it's been, you know, like, you know, per, like per the past 10 seasons where they've taken a week to sort of celebrate travel because when i did the dirty 30 that was actually my first time and i've been to five finals and that was my first time traveling to a different country um to do my final and i had always wanted to do it and like for someone like you i believe when you guys last season the the one that you won where you finally became a, a challenge champion after two seasons did you guys travel to another country no we got in the back of a van. Oh no, yeah, we did. We did. Uh-huh. But we we just we flew and then. But it wasn't like we flew and got into a hotel. We spent a couple hours on a plane, got off, and then went and got in a, a sauna slash tent for, and then started the final at, at the break of dawn. So it wasn't. It's not like rest 
when you're traveling, I don't think. I think it's like almost 12 hours on a bus to Austria wasn't wasn't resting. It really hurt no. that. Like, yeah. yeah so. But yeah, it was, it was nice to go to another place and new scenery and all that jazz. But it wasn't like, for me, it wasn't like, it wasn't an advantage. It was like, God, we got to sit on a bus for 12 hours and then... And then we go, do you know what I mean? But yeah. Do you guys have to be yeah. quiet for that whole bus ride? I know like sometimes for a short bus ride, they'll like, you know, close the windows up. You guys got to be quiet and stuff. Like what, what, for this one, do they allow you to hang out and talk and stuff? 12 hours uh-huh. is a long time. Yeah, no, we were allowed to talk. I don't, you know, I can't remember how strict it was, but no one really wanted to talk anyway. Everyone was just shattered. Everyone would just wanted to get yeah. to the final and whatever. I think uh, me and Corey s- spent most of it sleeping on the floor of the coach. Yeah. So it wasn't. Yeah. This wasn't even a flight. It was a just long ass bus ride. Yeah. And, and um, and and to uh, answer your question, Scott, it's usually uh, a don't talk game type of uh, yeah. rule. You yeah. know, do us a favor and don't talk game. Talk it, about it, how smart you're gonna get after the final. Yeah. Yeah. Talk, yeah. talk about shit that's completely irrelevant from the game if you're gonna <laughs> talk. Which is all we wanted to talk about then anyway, because we went through the final games out the window, really. Yeah. Well, well uh, unless there's time penalties, unless you want to talk about time penalties. Yeah, they probably were while I was sleeping. That's probably what happened. Yeah. That's you were being, sleep. you're probably being platted against. Um, what, what's your uh, <laughs> life history with uh, snowy mountains, altitude and skiing? Do you have any of that in your uh, in your daily uh, hobbies or your vacationing? I, I've, done, I, I've done skiing a couple of times, but it's mainly been... Some people go skiing with a little bit of drinking. I go drinking with a little bit of skiing. Um, so, and mo- most of my skiing is falling over, as you will have seen in the final. But you know what? They weren't proper skis in the final. They were called cross-country skis, which I've never done. They were so when I got on them and I thought, ah, I'm about to, I'm about to show my worth, kind of thing. I just fell over straight away and I couldn't, couldn't figure it out. But yeah, they're not, they're not proper skis. They're like, they're for like proper p- professionals. Like you can't. You can't ski on those unless you're like legit a pro skier. Yeah, you know what it sounds like. Have you ever used uh, flippers in the in the pool? Have you ever either one of you have? <laughs> I don't think you know what I'm so. saying? Okay. Well, we had a challenge one time where we had to go swimming with sharks. Is what I believe the challenge was, and we had to. Yeah, we had to go, and we was at like a zoo where they had like you know sharks that weren't gonna actually like eat you, right? Um. <laughs> But the fear was there, right? So you're in this like pool with the sharks and you have to swim down, grab your puzzle pieces, you know, from like, you know, 12 feet deep or whatnot, fucking sprint back, put the puzzle piece in the thing. And then your partner goes, now they give you these flippers and you know, if you don't know how to use them, they're falling off. You have to like put them back on. Um, you have this like, uh, uh, like snorkel. You know, and if you don't know how to use like the snorkel, you're getting, uh, you're getting water inside and you know, it's falling off your head. Like it's a mess, you know? So I could imagine that, you know, using these cross country skis and essentially, you know, one would think that skiing is going downhill. Like you're just, you're sliding down a hill and trying not to kill yourself. Uh, from my experience, (laughs) basically, yeah. As well as snowboarding, right? Uh, you go as yeah. fast, for me, I go as fast as I fucking can until I start fucking pissing my pants. And then I, you know, put the thing like, you know, I bounce it out and just go down, uh, 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 forward, like, like, uh, uh, like as if I was like 
and shooting a free throw position. And I just like skid down, you know what I mean? So I don't like eat it, you know? So, my, my, so what it sounds like is you, this is going uphill, right? Like you guys are walking up, up a hill instead well, yeah. of skiing was no, down a hill. There was no, there was no rule. Like the original task was to walk in these skis up the hill, drop your logs and then ski down. But there was no, in the end, there was no rules against taking the skis off, which we kind of figured out. So we, we just ended up walking or kind of jogging with the skis in our hands. But we just couldn't, we were, had to carry them at all times. Um, so we quickly realized that the skiing thing was just not going to work. So we ended up just like running, holding the skis on the logs. All right, Maniac, Scott here. More with the interview in just a minute. I just feel like I really need to update you guys on what we have going on over at patreon.com slash challenge mania and break down some of the benefits of joining the challenge mania pod squad. Just by joining the squad at any level, $1, $5, doesn't matter. You enter in our multiple giveaways a week. Whenever you want to comment and participate, I'm always giving away t-shirts, stickers, pins, and more. Anytime we post a Challenge Mania podcast a day or two early over at Patreon, which we do often, you get it and you get it without any of those electronically placed ads in it. You get all of our pre-sale codes for our live shows once those are back up and running, and you can participate in any of our contests like Survivor and Big Brother. We do a lot of fantasy contests during the year where you win tons of prizes. You can also enter to be on Meet the Patrons where we interview one of you guys, Challenge Mania style. You also get my new weekly voicemail show, Call Me Mania, where you can call and be part of the show. You leave a question as a voicemail. I answer the question live on the air. It's really fun. At the Maniac level, that's $15. You get the Madhouse and all of our bonus podcasts. We have done hundreds and hundreds of bonus podcasts, and you instantly unlock all of them. Every week, we break down Total Madness, and this season, we were joined by amazing guests like Kara, Mark, Kenny, Leroy, Marie, Brad, Darrell, Kellyanne, Tony, and more. You can also hear live show audio like Nashville, Miami, and starting in July, our diesel-level patrons, that's right, diesel-level patrons will be taking part in monthly interactive Zoom calls with me and D. We're talking two-hour-plus free-flowing conversations with games, trivia, rotating topics, laughs, gossip, fantasy contests, surprise cameos. You never know who's going to hop in the Legion of Zoom with me and D every month and our diesel-level patrons. That's a tier you might want to check out. So head over to patreon.com slash challengemania and figure out what tier is best for you. All right, thanks for listening to my spiel. Let's get back to the Challenge Mania interview. Yeah, I, Scott, I want to kind of go back to the hall, bro, man. That that to me, that was like one of these epic challenge moments, one of these epic eliminations that had a lot of like heart behind it. You know, yeah. we had like your speech that was, um, you know, I'm, t- you know, I, I wanna, I wanna put, I wanna shut all the people up that had been trolling me you know, for almost a year straight about not going into elimination and, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you tried to shut them up by going against Jay. You couldn't yeah. cuss them. You make those people even more angry. So now the fire's really burning and you don't even know it. Yeah. And then, you know, you don't even know it's on, you're on fire and you go into this final elimination. What seems like you're back against the wall. Sounds like they might be putting you anyway. You have this great speech and you're like, I want to go against one of you fucking beasts and let's do this shit. And you get Nelson who also has this like heartfelt, you know, moment. uh, I would say his best 
challenge moment is 100%. when he goes in the godfather of, of, of Corey's, you know, little girl rider says, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump on this. I'm gonna jump on this grenade for you. And I, I, you know, if I don't make it, you make it. And he ends up fucking dying on the sword that day against you. So yeah. walk us beautiful. back. It was yeah. a beautiful moment. To me, it was too, man. To me, it was too. On both now, sides. Nelson messaged me earlier, actually, and he said, because um, uh, we got ta- we both got tagged in something, like a fan page earlier said that it was the best elimination of the season. Obviously, it hasn't got a Challenge Mania trophy next to it yet, but uh, <laughs> we, got, we got tagged in that, and then I shared it, and Nelson wrote to me, and he said, I love you, brother. He said, our episode was number one. And that meant a lot to me. That meant more than, you know, anything having um, when Nelson shows me love because it was, yeah, it was a beautiful thing, man. Like watching that episode back, I was almost in tears. I'm, I was pretty much cheering Nelson on. I was like, fuck that guy up, Nelson. You're the man. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was. I'm proud to be uh, a part of that. That was, it was a beautiful moment by Nelson and he really showed who he truly is and his loyalty. It was, uh, it was amazing to watch. Yeah, uh, Scott, I need, I need more. I, I, I need more. I need more. I know what you just said is, you know, uh, I loved hearing, you know, the number one episode all year. Uh, I was cheering Nelson on, but the words that were coming out of your mouth before you went into that elimination said, I appreciate everything that he's saying and that he's doing for Corey, but right now he's in my fucking way. Yeah. And it's still, some shit that I've done my entire life. Yeah. I still stand by that, man. Like, I get a lot of tweets. I don't know if you were going to ask me this. Uh, I get fucking tweeted every, 10 times a day. Or oh, how do you think you would have done against Fessy? It's like, oh, I can't, can't, I can't please people by doing Jay. Can't <laughs> please people by doing Nelson. Now I've got to do Fessy. It's like, fuck's sake. But in my head, whether it had been like all massive respect to all of them, that all absolute beasts in my, in my head, Corey, Nelson, Fessy, anyone that was in my way that day was getting dealt with. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even my in my head so I could get to the final, so I could win a million dollars. Because at that point in time, that wasn't what was important. What was important was winning eliminations. And and like, I think I figured out earlier, I tried to put myself into elimination four times, three of which successfully um, last season. So yeah, that was all my, that season was about. I feel that I got very lucky with season 34. Um, and I, I got... I got the win, whatever. But to me, that's not what being a competitor is about. It's about proving people wrong. Like I, you know, when I died on the mountain, I thought I'd prove them wrong by winning season 34. Obviously not. So I needed to win elimination. So for me, that hall brawl, I dreamt about hall brawling. Like it was, it was, it felt like it was fate to me. So it didn't matter who was there. Turns out it was Nelson, who was, you know, absolutely incredible. One of the strongest people I've ever met one of the fastest people I've ever met. So to go in a hall ball against him, pretty much suicide. And uh, we both ended up battered and bruised. But yeah, it was an incredible moment for me. So yeah, it, it really meant a lot to uh, to, to, to smash whoever was in my way. Um, yeah. 
Here's a question from Meg P, uh, who wrote in over at patreon.com slash challenge mania, proud member of the pod squad. Meg says, Rogan, is there a strategy to hall brawl besides just trying to run through your opponent? I never thought until Rogan beat Nelson about how important it can be to try to have an awareness of your place inside the hall relative to the midpoint. Is it even realistic to think that amid all the chaos of the elimination, you can identify some person or something outside the hall as a reference point so you know when it makes sense to try and run for your bell? So good question there. I think we saw Nelson have a little bit of a rough go with this, and you were the benefactor. Well, the thing is as well, like, before – first of all, yes. It, you, you, like, the thing is with me being a rugby player, I'm a scrum heart. So I'm a number nine. This won't mean a lot to uh, the American fans, maybe some of Explain. you. Explain. Explain. So I, where I have to be aware of what's going on around me at all times because I get the ball from the big fuckers and give it to the fast fuckers. <laughs> Are you like a seeker in Quidditch, or are you like uh I'm, I'm basically a QB. I'm like, so I'm about to get sacked if I don't give the ball away quick enough. So my job is to get in there, get the ball, and give it to the little fast fuckers, right? So I have to be aware of my surroundings at all times. So, yeah, I knew exactly where I was in that hall at all times. So when I knew I could get to the bell, that's when I decided to let go and rip off and get there. And that's probably my advantage. But also... To the people that thought that, including Corey, oh, Nelson was so close to his belt, he could have just let go. He couldn't let go. I had my hand inside his armor. Like, I was, people thought, oh, Nelson, if only he'd let go. No, if he'd let go, I would have just dragged him further. Like, there, there was, there's a big thing about how Nelson was so close. He was never close. I had him in, in, unlike, literally, my arm was underneath his armor. So when you thought he was, he could have just let go around his belt, if he had let go of me, that's when I would have taken more control and dragged him all the way. So it's it's easy to say when you're watching it, but when you're in there and you're, you know, and you've got people by the by the shirt, by the hair, by the leg, like by the toe, by the shoe, it's it's a very different scenario. If you think, oh, it can just let go and run away, then that's when the person that's grabbing you will pick you up and run with you. No um, one wants that. Valerie has a question. I've heard this not even just in question form, but people say this anytime anyone gives you credit for throwing yourself in, people kind of go this route. Valerie says, did Rogan realize he was going to be the house vote in the Nelson and Johnny eliminations and was putting himself in really to continue to quote unquote prove himself or just to make the deliberation process less painful? So that's a very good question. And again, I feel like I'm just defending myself all the time. Um, so on the bus <laughs> ride back after... You are! Yeah, I know. It's, it's incredible. So on the bus ride back, right, this is how Jenny fucked up, right? This is the in-depth on how Jenny fucked up. I stood up on the bus and I said, lads, you don't need to go around and politic. I'm going to do something cool. Let me do my cool thing. So I told everyone I'm about to throwing myself in so i'm like instead of going around to jenny mel you know everyone and being like you know let i'm trying to win the votes like i did in the season before when i politic my ass off and got one um i uh i just decided look I, I'm, I'm not going to do that yeah it maybe it wouldn't have gone my way it probably wouldn't have gone my way but i could have given it a damn good go with politicking and using people that have said they're going to be loyal to me the whole season i could have used that leverage but instead i thought you know what? I, I want an elimination. So I, I took it out of people's hands. And yeah, maybe, maybe I wouldn't have succeeded, but, uh, I think I would have personally, uh, in both definitely in the second scenario, uh, Kyle and Johnny were, were willing to put Fessy in. I know that for sure. And, uh, 
Well, I was like, nah, I can't be bothered. I don't care. I just want to go in. <laughs> because at that point I was battered and bruised and I was just, I was just done with, with life, let alone the, the challenge at that point. But, um, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to look cool. I, that's what I wanted to do this season. It wasn't about winning for me. And, uh, I feel like I succeeded. I'm still going to have haters. You know, I'm not everyone's, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I know that, but as long as I'm a few people's shot of tequila, then uh, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> he he do, he's he I I keep calling you Braun. He you remind me of Braun from Game of Thrones. He's like, you know, he's aligned with, you know, I I you know, Cersei, right? And the bad yeah. guy. But oh, my, my friend oh, called me uh the Hound. Okay. <laughs> Scott, what do you think there? Was, that, is he the hound of, or is he? No, it's, that's, that's because of my uh, my uh, what I'm like with the ladies. <laughs> he says I'm an absolute Sandor. But, yeah, good. That, Sand, no. Sandor Clegane. Uh, I think you can go. I, you're, maybe you're, maybe you're a cross between the two of them. Uh, but I think you know probably the I, suave of a, of a brawn. I think you know obviously you know Sandor's a little bit more brute and. You know, as you mentioned, very uh, kind of a loner. Well, both of them are loners, but I think uh, Braun enjoys uh, the company they... of a woman every now and again. Yeah, dude, sure. you're okay, Braun. Cool. He's wrong. You tell that person uh, that well, they're wrong. Here's a question about how you might fit into the Game of Thrones, a.k.a. the challenge. Brian Blake wants to know, how did Rogan see the alliance break down this season? Seems like by the final episodes, he ended up as a floater with Corey and Bananas being willing to exploit him. How did you navigate that? So who was Team Rogan this season? It got to the point towards the end where I'm watching this and I'm just like, every, like it seems like you had nowhere to turn. Or, or was that just how it kind of looked? I, I had everywhere to turn. Like... I'm sorry to always be like shagging my own ass here, but uh, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle and Bananas begging me to be in their clique, a.k.a. Bananas clique with his little minions, like Jenny and Kyle. Uh, and then, you know, I could have been TYB, but I just, I didn't want to be. I wanted, like, I follow fucking uh, what, in my opinion, the best player in the game CT said to do. And he's just like, just be your own guy. Lone Wolf, like, why did I have to be part of a faction? I didn't, for me, this season wasn't about politics. The season before was, and I stuck with an alliance, and it, it won me the game, but it didn't win me, didn't win me people's hearts, and it didn't win my self-satisfaction. It didn't do anything for my, for my pride or anything, you know, just being part of a, a group. So this season, you know, CT went early. Uh, then me and Bear, like, I just liked him because we really got on, and I was like, I'm not being part of an alliance, but, you know, I'll, I'll fuck with you if if you're a cool person. And then Bear went because he's just a fucking idiot. And then, uh, so then it was like, yeah, Bananas and his little faction, you know, like, oh, I wasn't going to pledge my allegiance to anyone and suck ass to anyone. You know what I mean? I'm just going to be me and I'm there to to smash anyone and smash the challenges. And I felt like I did that and I, and I was happy, like, regardless. I didn't, I didn't want to join anyone's crew. I just wanted to do my own thing. So I wouldn't say a floater. I was just... I got on with people, but I wasn't pledging allegiance. I wasn't fucking with anyone. And when it came down to it, if it was my time, it was my time. And I, my favorite moments from the season was my two, well, yeah, two. I had three uh, eliminations, I suppose. But my two eliminations, that was, that was for me, was the most excitement I've ever had in my life. So it was amazing. So uh, I'm happy to go down to elimination if, if it means I don't have to kiss anyone's ass and be part of someone's alliance. Which one is the I suppose? Which which one of the eliminations was the oh, I well, suppose the Johnny one the running through the snow. oh really okay not, not being allowed to physically touch someone in an elimination was uh, quite upsetting. 
Oh, yeah. expand on that. You've said that. I think a lot of people oh, have heard yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Here's the tea. Yeah, tell here's it here. the tea, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so basically, before we started the elimination, the elimination, keep in mind, is called Knocked Out. And that's when Johnny starts to poo his panties. And then, uh, and then which they didn't show was TJ saying, Rogan, you are not allowed to lay a hand on Johnny. Like, you're not allowed to touch him. He was like, we know what you've done to Jay. We know what you've done to Nelson. Please do not make physical contact. If you touch him at any point, you will be disqualified. And he only wow. said that to you. He didn't say it to Johnny too. That seems like a one sided. As, as soon as he said knocked out, I started licking my lips and clapping my hands again. Oh. And that's oh. when TJ stepped in and said, you will, you will not touch him. There will be no, there'll be no physical contact. And he was like, Rogan, please. And like stared at me. And I was like, I was like, okay. And I suppose like we're at top of a mountain. There was a blizzard going on. There's no ambulances about. So I understand it, but it, uh, it, you know, the sen- you know what would have happened if it was physical. And I get, I get tweeted and Instagram messages all the time. Why didn't you spear him? Why didn't you fuck him up? Like what, like why did you just choose to, to run and jump in the snow and start laughing? Uh, you know, I wasn't allowed. And then I was just like, okay, cool. So. Doesn't that suck when, uh, when you're, you have to field inquiries about why you didn't do something that was clearly explained to you in the rules that they choose not to tell us so that it just plays out like you didn't think to do something. Like I never understand why they choose to go that route and not just clearly state the rules for us as viewers because then you guys have to sit there and answer questions on Monday morning or, or Thursday morning saying like, Oh, Hey, how come you didn't reach for this? How come you didn't use two of these? How come you didn't tell your partner that? Oh, they told us we couldn't. It's like, well, then tell the audience that you can't either. Yeah. So it didn't show my time penalties, and it didn't show that I wasn't allowed to make physical contact, which obviously, you know, never going to criticize the editing. It is what it is. You know, make it look the best show possible. But, yeah, I felt um, I would have speared the fuck out of him and rang that bell, uh, let's be honest. Um, But I, I couldn't. So sorry to everyone that expected me to do that. It would have been lovely to do that maybe next time. Um, but yeah, maybe I should have just taken the DQ. <laughs> you know, I, I want to play devil's advocate here because I mean, those are the twists and turns that are just part of the game. Like, yeah, these are the, th- these are the things that like, I th- it's not, I'm not saying that that was put on me for any reason that, that, um, condition was put in to protect both of us. Cause if we're making physical contact, one of like one of his twists like Johnny's a big strong dude. I'm not saying that I was gonna fuck him up or anything. Do you know what I mean? He's not like he's no pushover. Um he was very yeah. happy because it wasn't yeah. physical but like any of us could have got hurt. And we're yeah. on top of the mountain in a blizzard. Like we we couldn't have got flown like to a hospital. The yeah. the helicopters couldn't land everything. So we were if someone got really hurt on that mountain, we were in we were fucked. We could have died. It, it, and so you're already not, hurt. You're already hurt from the hall, bro. Just to keep playing yeah. devil's advocate. So so yeah, it's not, I'm not for any point, anyone saying, oh, Johnny's, cause I've seen a lot of these tweets. Oh, Johnny's one win was a setup. Uh, the golden boy, whatever all that shit. That's bollocks. That's absolute bollocks. Johnny won fair and square. He's the, he's the goat. He's the best ever. So I'm not ever saying that it was in his favor. I'm saying it was for both of us safety, but if it was physical, it would have obviously, in my opinion, been in my favor, but, um, you know, it, it wasn't. And that's, that's just, yeah, that's the, the game we play, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Have you heard some of these crazy conspiracy theories that would have uh, Scotland Yard out on the hunt? Uh, have you heard any of these? I, 
Only from what Johnny said. I hadn't heard them until I watched Johnny's live and I watched Johnny laughing about them. So I've seen like Jenny won and then she had to give half the money to him or something like that. And, I mean, God bless uh, these people for coming up with some of this shit, but uh, they, they put yeah, it I, in, I love the passion. They, I love the passion. It really, I mean, these, these, these folks who are, are, you know, run these fantastic uh, Twitter accounts really do have a future in like, I don't know, Hardy Boys style mystery writing because like some of these conspiracies, they're like, they're like, and then at the top of the mountain, they, pulled Jenny to the side and asked her if she'd be cool with splitting a million dollars with someone. It's like, it's like, and she was just fine with it. And then here's the, then they got all of you guys together and reshot the part where they explained who was going to win money. And so that would mean you who had already lost an elimination were probably bitter as fuck had to go back down to the top of uh, or to the bottom of a mountain and stand there while TJ told you that actually it's going to be first guy, first girl. Why would they, wouldn't it just be cheaper so, to just say, fuck you, Johnny? I don't understand. Like, what, what reason would, would they be, have? I think that would have been better TV if they said, fuck yeah, you, Johnny. I don't, I don't understand. I mean, like, and, the, and honestly, and I will say, I got wind of these conspiracies before I watched the final. So I was looking for this stuff, right? Like, I was watching this thing, like the Sapruder film. And there's a clip in the middle of the episode where you guys are in the middle of the thing where you clearly say, uh, first guy and first girl or 500 each, whatever. And I'm like, no way they took Rogan back to the cabin after this and lined him up against the wall and said, hey, can you act like you were in the moment while you were still in the gate? Like, come on, guys. So uh, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, it, sound, it sounds all very far-fetched, but, you know, like, I, I love the fans, man. I love the passion. I love all this, all this shit. I love to hear all the stories. Uh, I, yeah, like I said, I, I don't really pay much attention to it until someone addresses it so when johnny was talking about it i thought it was amazing and yeah. i almost wanted to be like yeah that's true <laughs> yeah I, and to be honest with you i i kind of feel like kyle who is the one that may have started like this like fucking crazy <laughs> ass rumor definitely that's definitely a kyle move man he's so funny yeah, that's right. look, the challenge is supposed to be the fifth sport, right? And you would think that the other four sports are above this. But here we are years later finding out that the Houston Astros are literally using Morris code to cheat during the World Series. You've seen in basketball referees who are in, you know, in so much gambling debt that they let the Lakers beat the Sacramento Kings in a famous playoff series. So this stuff happens all the time yeah. in those sports. So to yeah. say it's I mean, it's, it's funny that it's like the challenge, I think, in a weird way, uh, it's probably the least likely for it to happen. Happen, but uh and, you yeah and, 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 still... and on top of that and on top of that tj is not telling us that they can't hit each other on top of the mountain because it's fucking way too dangerous you know yeah. so, i mean it's i'm like... still convinced i'm still convinced i got shot by a sniper um in uh on the rock in vendettas and uh johnny would have gone home first if i hadn't got hit by that sniper remember so that's hilarious. <laughs> yes. oh wait that is yes. funny wait so that was that you were it was you and johnny right was that it yeah it yeah. was gonna gonna go home if i hadn't got shot by that sniper that what about this rogan here's the real conspiracy no no i got a better one than the sniper right you got pulled to the side by the challenge gods and they said rogan will make a deal with you if you fall on the ground now and fake an injury <laughs> so johnny gets to you stay we'll give you a couple seasons <laughs> off so it looks realistic but then we'll bring you back we'll let you skate to the final with no eliminations we'll fuck up paulie we'll give paulie heat stroke <laughs> we'll give you the win and then we'll bring you back and get like that. That's yeah. the deal you made Boom. with the devil out on the rocket. And, and, and then and once you get the into the third, and, and, and then the and then once you get to the third season, we'll let you do whatever you want to do. You want to go to elimination? Cool. Not whatever. <laughs> figure you figure that's that one out. That's that how deep this goes. These two seasons, we got you. 
that works for me. In fact, let's make a film. I'm going to make a film where that actually happens. That'd be great. <laughs> All right, more with Rogan O'Connor in just a minute. I want to take a second to remind you guys about one of our favorite partners that I use, BetterHelp. Look, COVID, quarantine, everything going on in the world. Is that interfering with your happiness? Because it's certainly interfering with mine on a weekly, daily basis. And if something like that or anything in your life is preventing you from waking up in the morning and feeling great or achieving your goals, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Mental health is nothing to joke about and it's nothing to scoff about. I mean, it's, it's something that we don't talk about enough, but I love that BetterHelp is constantly bringing it to the forefront online in an easy to digest form, especially given the safe confines that we all live in to this day. So connect in a safe and private online environment. It's very convenient. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. You send a message to your counselor anytime. They're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. Hey, don't like your first one, change one, easy peasy. There's a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available in many areas. And plus, who wants to leave their house these days? Licensed professional counselors specialize in anger, family conflict, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, grief, you name it. Anything you share is confidential, convenient, professional, affordable. Just go to betterhelp.com mania and you get 10% off your first month. So many people have been using BetterHelp. They are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Additional help is coming your way. And I know we can all use it. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a challenge maniac, you get 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash mania. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. And that's great. It's a great start. We could use some more. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash mania. All right, more with the Rogie Bear. Here we go. How many times did you guys actually do this? So we saw you guys do it two, three times, I think, something like that. Like, did you guys get it right away, or did you guys do a couple rounds of this that we didn't see at the elimination on the mountain? No, no, it was – I'll tell you what. It was like – right, so I was there, and I, like, when it comes to competition, I never don't try, but I was in bits. Uh, it was two rounds. That was it. I was – yeah, I'm not going to make any excuses. Johnny beat me fair and square, but, yeah, my – I was – you saw when I got up and started laughing and Johnny went, I touched it, I touched it. I was like, yeah, I know. And that, that, I just felt a wave of relief. So, no, it was short and sweet. It was two two rings of the bell very quickly and then that was it. And then I could go drink beer in the cabin and they could go freeze. Well, no, turns out the winner would have actually stayed indoors. So if I'd known that, I may have grown my fingertips a little bit longer. But, um, yeah. So you were relieved. You were relieved because of all the pain, it sounds like, that you were having coming from the hall brawl. And, don't, don't you know, get me wrong. I've I've cried in the shower every day since, but at the time, at the at the moment where I where I was told by TJ Johnny had beat me, I was I was it was relief. It's so weird to think that now because I literally I lose sleep over the fact that I was so close to 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 winning again. And but yeah, at the time it was like I don't know. It, yeah, it was almost a sweet relief. So weird to say that when there's half a million dollars involved and and pride and everything else. But yeah, I was I was in a world of pain, uh, emotionally, physically, and everything from from nine weeks in an underground bunker, just not enjoying myself. So yeah. Um, <laughs> well, let, well, let me. I want to finish with this uh, with what actually happened um, 
uh, uh, when you guys went to ring that bell and you guys both missed like two fucking, I don't know, like yeah, the two was, stooges, like the two stooges, right? Was, yeah, we were I, How high was it? How high was it? Did you guys slip? Did you guys miss jump? Both miss jump? And, no, and, and like, was, it, did you fall in the snow? We heard that the snow was deep. What, yeah, it, it been was a very, a very heavy blizzard. So it was really soft snow. So you can run on it a little bit. But when you obviously when you push down to jump, don't you? you don't just jump. You like push down. And so when you push down in soft snow, you sink. So uh-huh. what we thought we could have easily slapped, we didn't. And we, when we both went for it, we were like rolling around on foot and we were almost both like giggling. We were saying afterwards, like, I don't know how they're going to make that look super intense because <laughs> it was just like two, two childish, two childish lads yeah. rolling around in the snow, like laughing about how silly we looked. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a friendly competition, to say the least at the end. So, uh, so, so what you're saying is, how, how is that even possible? But yeah. So what you're saying is both of you guys pretty much at the same time on opposite yeah. sides yeah. went for your jump. And with yeah. the leg that you were jumping with, both your that that jumping leg falls into the snow because yeah. of the pressure. Yeah. And you guys both fucking miss like you guys went into quicksand and yeah. you guys and, and, and that's what happened. And then you guys couldn't push each other once you guys missed. Just no, had to go so for the we both just lay next to each other, looking at each other like, fuck, that really just happened. And then Johnny was just quicker than me to get up and, and slap the bell. I just kind of stayed on the floor giggling for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> how, high, how high was it? And do you think that Fessy would have beat Johnny because of, say, the height, the height advantage? Uh, Giving Fe- Kyle eventually the win. Or you. Fessy would have walked it and yeah, easy against either of us for sure, man. Like his basketball player and all that. I've seen his videos. He's insane. And he's a foot taller than both of us. So me and Johnny are about the same height. So yeah, Fessy would have walked that. That would have been a cakewalk for him, regardless of physical contact or whatever I would assume. Cause he's fast too. Um, so if I had said to Johnny and Kyle, right? Yeah, let's, I'll, let's go with it. I, I'm not doing this last elimination to put Fessy in. And then Corey had put, I don't know if Corey would have, Corey probably would have put me in though over Fessy. So it would have been me versus Fessy. <laughs> so, you know, butterfly effect, but I still think. Well, he uh, wanted Johnny out. No, no. Well, he wanted Johnny out. I think he was yeah, adamant. Maybe. Yeah. So, I mean, so yeah, let's maybe. say, so let's yeah. say, uh, let's say Fessy go, he put, no, because, so it was all on Corey, right? Wasn't yes. it all on Corey to choose who, Johnny, the two people? Yeah, Johnny would have probably – Corey would have probably chose Johnny over me and then Fessy would have taken out Johnny and then I would have won. Now, uh-huh. I think people have said uh, though I don't, – and I don't have a calculator in front of me – but that theoretically since the girls would get to vote too, that if, if he were to put in um, Fessy or if he were to put in uh, – Johnny, that the other people, Bailey, Melissa, that enough of them could skew a vote to where Fessy didn't have to go in, um, or or vice versa, that Johnny didn't have to go in over you, um, provided how Corey lined it no, up, because so, Corey's so only I one vote there, right? Oh, Kyle and Johnny, and got Fessy in. And Again. then it was all down to Corey to choose the other guy. And he would have put Johnny in, I imagine. Well, who who was who was the vote to vote the fir- first person in? Was it everybody else? Yeah, it was everyone. Yeah. 
Oh, that okay. And so you're you're thinking that uh, they they would have definitely voted you in over no. you you wouldn't have been able to get the votes to get well, Messi in. I turned around and said, "Look, let's, I'll make it easy once again. I'm going in." And Carl said, "No, don't, don't." And was like, "Me and Johnny will go, Fessy. We can get, we'll get Fessy." And and I just went, "No," and I just didn't even hear him out. I just went, "No, I'm in." See, that's actually up. bad strategy because I think I think the way that it ended up playing out, and I, obviously it, it could have worked out better for Corey, but Corey seemed to look at it like. He thought you and Johnny, he's like, I put you guys in against each other and one of you guys goes home. Whereas to me, it's pick who you want to go home and put them against Fessy. That being said, we don't know what the elimination is at that point. Like we're all, it's yeah. kind of revisionist history. It ended up being a, you know, touch the highest thing. So yeah, the guy who's six five or whatever he is is going to win. It could have very easily been a speed thing or been something where you got to, you know, hold your arms, something that Fessy wouldn't have been well suited for. So it's a little bit easier said than done to assume that, it, that, you know, everyone would have known that Fessy would have just taken anybody out. So there's that component too. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, look, hypothetically speaking, I mean, look, we can, if, if the thing he literally has, if it's the same game, he literally has probably an arm, at least a full arms reach advantage. Uh, yeah, you know, but they don't know. Uh, it's like, they don't know what game it they is. They didn't know what was, what was coming. Let me ask you this. So, okay. So, you know, I, I've said that, you know, conspiracies, I don't buy them, but what I do buy into is that this was a pretty easy road for Johnny in the sense that, and I know you've been a part of one season where it was not an easy road for him. He went home fairly early on your last season. Um, and then the season that you obviously briefly appeared on vendettas. He only made it about halfway through the season. People are gunning for him. He has his, his antagonists along the way. Devin famously removes him from that season by way of Tony turning on him. And then of course, last season he gets targeted very early on as well. Um, this season, it seemed like the house was all kind of kumbaya. Everyone's in it for themselves. Themselves, but in the process isn't really just adamantly against anyone. Everyone wants to get their red skulls. Okay. As long as I make the final great. Um, and then we see Johnny go and get his seventh title here. And to me, like I never saw along the way, any real major points of contention minus Wes, of course, throwing himself in, which was kind of a, kind of a head up game, kind of just mano y mano. Let's see who the best man wins. Um, did you feel like that in the house and did it worry you at all? Or were you just playing your own game? Um, did it bother you or shock you that Johnny was having such, you know, just navigating kind of relatively unscathed the whole way? Um, I think what Johnny did was out dead possum, the dead possum. So Wes, thought he was being the possum and playing dead and, and you know, all that jazz and made a big thing about it. Whereas what Johnny did very smartly was just not talk about being a dead possum because a dead possum doesn't talk about being a dead possum unless they're a very proud and arrogant dead possum like Wes. So what Johnny just did was actually play dead possum. He sat in the corner. He played the, the old man. The, I'll help everyone out. I'll be friendly with everyone. I, I don't have any problems with anyone, you know, and sat there and built his little, like Jenny, oh, he's the strongest girl in the, in the house by a long way. And he, you know, he'd give her foot massages and tell her how great she is. And that's all she needed to do anything that he wanted. And then he's got Kyle, um, which, you know, he'll happily admit that he's Johnny's bitch. So uh, like you, when you've got people around you, but you're not upsetting anyone, you know, and, and then to me, I, I like, as, you know, I know him as the GOAT, but I've never seen him do well at anything. I, you know, last season he got sent home straight away to, and he would always complain about how old he was and how injured he was, which is probably uh, a tactic. Um, so I just didn't see him as a threat. And so it was, 
it wasn't until very late on that, you know, you start to worry about, about Johnny because I just thought he was past it, but he's obviously proved me and everyone else wrong and played the, the dead possum tactic perfectly. So I think he <laughs> played the perfect game in my opinion and a fair play to him. So in a weird yeah. way, I mean, Derek, I mean, let me ask you this, right? Cause I mean, yeah. you've got three championships. They came on team seasons, but these individual wins are so few and far between. Johnny has a few of them, which I think puts him in a separate category. You look at the six championships, the amount of them that are either team, you know, two or single wins. Uh, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, the last few seasons, we chalk it up to a curse, but really, if it was all to be a big five-season-long possum game where he got people like you and Kyle and Jenny and everyone along the way, even Wes, to believe that he had no shot at winning just so he can sneak in under the radar, get into a final where I would argue he was the most prepared for this structured final out of anybody left in the game, and you guys uh-huh. let it happen, and then he ends up taking home a seventh championship, which is a half a million dollars. So along the way, yes, he lost the team season last season. That would have been 250. Loses a cup, loses one where Tony could have taken half the money from him. I would argue, man, those are kind of just maybe three sacrifice seasons along the way for whatever it was to get this one that he could not have gotten if he was, say, making the final every time out. You wouldn't have believed that he had no shot, but somehow he played possum, as you said. So, D, what do you think about that? Do you think that, as a player, could you stomach having the the finishes that Johnny's had for the past few if it meant it was building up to this masterpiece that he just put on us? Yeah, all of it, all of those losses basically mean nothing in comparison to his seventh win no one's gonna ever get six wins so however he went down the the past five seasons um it 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 doesn't matter he is the king of the challenge he is you know the 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 king of the game of the thrones you know you can use the g Uh, word you're gonna use the g word hey it seems like you're hesitant. You don't want to say the goat. Oh, he's the goat. Yeah, and and, and 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 it works better for me that he's the goat, and it works better that Rogan that he's the goat because, in some ways, Rogan is now vindicated. You know, with his loss, you know, with his you know great you know throwing himself into these eliminations. Where I'll be honest with you, you're up on that mountain. I don't think it's the smartest move if you want to win this game, Rogan, to say, put me in this final elimination halfway through the final, in the final. Yeah, no, the- I'm not the smartest guy, D. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the moment, it felt it felt right. In the moment, I wanted to hurt someone one more time before I went home. But um, obviously, it didn't, didn't turn out that way. Yeah, it, but in some ways, it's okay because you lose to the guy, to the guy. That, yeah. that won the whole thing. Yeah, the goat, the goat, and so. Said when you know, DJ, my time was up. I said, uh, "That's okay because I've just lost to the goat, and now he's going to go win it." And I hugged him and I said, "You better go win this now." And yeah, he but did. Made yeah, me but feel a lot about myself. <laughs> yeah, but are you still based on you know this you know dead possum game that was he was playing this old man gimmick? I'm hurt gimmick. All whilst he wins three or four competitions along the way, including the final competition before the final to preserve his spot in the final that, you know, this guy is still going to beat out four other dudes who are 10 years younger than him. 
Like, what yeah. were the chances? Was he still the front runner? You know, like, how old I, is he? What's that? How old is he? He's 30, 38, 38. Bad place. Um, do you know what it is as well? Like, when even in that last competition, obviously Kyle and Mel kicked their barrels away to give him the win, but yes, he probably would have won anyway. But um, yeah, just just the whole time, like you know, in the trivia, he was just like when we were on the rockets. I didn't know that he was going to put himself in the house for it and all that. When we were up there, like he quit. He, yeah, he just turned to me and he was like, "I'm too old for this shit now." He was like, "I'm done." Yeah. So I, but I think the whole he's just playing the game. He wanted me to think the whole time. He wanted it in my head the whole time that I, he was no threat until right at the end. And that's well, when he, you know, and that's just a great way to just the psychological warfare, the, the things that he thinks of and the way he manipulates people and the way he talks to people is, is fucking incredible. It's, uh, and that's why, that's why he is the GOAT. Did anyone along the way try to mount a defense against this? Did anybody try to gaslight people and try to get an anti Johnny thing going or was everyone just kind of falling in line? Yeah, what uh, for, Scott? What for? Ashley, they feel Ashley, like they could beat him. Ashley wanted him gone early, um, and it backfired heavily. <laughs> and then um, I think CT probably would have, because he probably would have been the only one there with the experience to know uh, that Johnny, you know, that Johnny was playing a game. But obviously CT went early. So, you know, and Wes tried to take him out and then ultimately be the be the boss man. So there was, there was a couple of mini attempts, but no one... No one really. I didn't. I didn't think it for a minute. No one had come to me and been like, you know. And I didn't think he was a threat. So you know, he played me, just like he played everyone else. Do you think that? Um, and, and just to answer your question about you know the finals and him, him getting to the final, he he. You have to get to the final. He hasn't been to a final in in uh, you know six seasons. So yeah. in order for him to win this final. He has to still find a way to get to the final and get all these other people to think that they could probably beat him in the final. And if they beat him in the final, they have now beat, you know, the six time challenge champion in the final, which even looks better on their resume. So, so, you know, he has to get there and, you know, he, whether you call it his charm, his charisma, his athletic abilities, his political game, like he used it all. And then he used his endurance, you know, and brains with that math problem to, you know, passing up these people that are 10 years older than him, beating, you know, the barbarian, the brawn of the game, you know, of the challenge, you know, in this in this sword wielding, you know, finale without actually hitting swords with maybe touching the, the bell with their swords uh, okay. without actually touching each other. Right. So, yeah. I mean, he had he finished the game as this well rounded you know athlete you know that you know what i'm saying so yeah yeah um all right let me ask uh a question we got from a couple people we got this from Ginny. we got it from uh bridget as well um you know you don't need to comment too much on some stuff i i'd imagine you probably are, are looking to avoid but uh we know that this season ended up getting uh reshuffled around and, and re-edited to remove uh d who you were pretty you know tied to for the first half of this season your storylines were tied together i mean you guys were you know going at it in more ways than one <laughs> you're going at it physically and you're also going at it by throwing her in or backstabbing her and this and that um 
I think people want to know how much of your game and how much of your season was negatively affected by the reshuffling later on. Um, do you feel like some of your gameplay, some of your strategy, some of your confessionals, and some of your character uh, was wrongfully removed along the way? Obviously, there's no other way to handle it, but uh, do you feel like there's stuff that we missed oh. from your story? Uh, well, some people... I don't know if, if, if they're a, a big fan of mine and like seeing me a lot on the screen, they might think it was affecting negatively. In my opinion, like, and I've said this before, I would rather see me on the screen having fun, even if it's for 30 seconds to a minute and being a good competitor during an episode. I'd rather watch that than watch me argue with, with D for half an hour of the episode because it doesn't reflect good on and either of us just just shouting at each other for no reason um d was a storyline that i wanted to get rid of at the end of last season let alone carry through into this one so either for me i i loved it because even though i lost a lot of screen time you know that wasn't important to me really i just you know it, and i think some of the re-editing might have shown me added in jokes for me and like funny bits for me which wouldn't have previously seen and people would have just seen me you know getting shouted out or you know getting hit or whatever and it's just like i prefer i prefer seeing me for 30 seconds having a good time than than half an hour arguing so personally i i uh i didn't seem i didn't think it was too bad a, a deal all right, good. Okay, so I mean, it goes to show that for some people, there's a silver lining to uh, some of the stuff because I know a lot of the viewers, uh, especially that first week where 30 minutes had to be removed and a lot of stuff didn't make sense and whatnot. But I think it got smoother along the way. But people wondered, hey, are we losing Rogan? Are we losing some of Bailey here? Uh, and then, of course, there were benefactors of it as well. You have Melissa getting a lot more airtime, Kyle, etc. So you actually feel like a better yeah. version of you was shown oh, by proxy. Oh, oh. I really appreciate all the people that tweeted and sent me Instagram messages and all that saying, where's Rogan? You know, he doesn't deserve to be cut because of D whatever. And I really, really appreciate that. And I love that. But I'll be honest with you. It was all you missed people was just D shouting at me a lot and me kind of giggling and running away. So it's not that much that you missed. Uh, and, and, you know, and I didn't have to watch it all, which was great for me. So, um, you know, yeah, it is what it is, and uh, I, I enjoyed what was left of the season, even if I wasn't in it too much. Um, I've just got two more listener questions, D, and then you can wrap it up. Uh, first one's from Josh. Uh, was Rogan flattered that he keep got, uh, kept getting time added on to him in the final, kept getting sent into eliminations, or were you pissed? Josh feels like it was out of respect. Uh, did you look at it that way, or were you just like, come on, guys, take it easy? A hundred percent. Like I knew everyone there was like Johnny told me several times that I was the favorite going into the final and all that. And, you know, whether that was more gameplay from him um, trying to get me on his side, whatever. But yeah, no, I felt like everyone was threatened by me. Um, you know, after I took out Jay, no one even looked at me for an elimination until I put myself in. You know, after I came back after Nelson, everyone just gave me massive respect. And then they knew I just I was fresh off winning a final. So I. Yeah, I felt nothing but respect from everyone because I got on with everyone really well. And everyone was just, yeah, they, I believe that everyone saw me as a threat. You know, like I said, I don't want to shag my own ass too much. But I think uh, I think people respected me and they saw me as a serious threat. Whether they knew how fucked up I was from that whole brawl and, uh, uh, you know, whether I would have been a threat or not, uh, given the right circumstances is another thing altogether. But, yeah, no, I, I appreciated the, the respect given for sure. And uh, next time, you know, like... When I went out first on Vendetta as I came back, 
bigger and better and an absolute different animal to win season 34. And I think this time, although I did what I came to do, losing to Johnny in that respect and not doing well in the final just gives me something to prove again. So next time I, I'm back, I'll be, I'll be a different animal once again. More and more of our neighbors are struggling with the trauma of COVID-19 and the stress of everyday tasks. Life is hard. It's harder on drugs. On average, 130 people die every day from opioid overdose. Addiction is a common and treatable disease and affects people of all ages and all walks of life. Reach out and join the thousands of Virginians that have successfully recovered at off-opioids.org. And remember, the Harrisonburg-Rockingham Community Services Board is here to help. Um, as you mentioned, look, uh, short of winning, couldn't have worked out better for you. You got to prove yourself in multiple eliminations. You go out to uh, losing to the GOAT, to the eventual winner. But Kayla does want to know, uh, not that Kayla, different Kayla, uh, assuming you watched the season while it aired or saw this or even just going through it, what would you have done differently or what power moves do you wish you would have made? Is there one thing that you think if you had done it slightly differently or somewhere along the way where you had pounced on something or a different move? it could have changed your finish down the stretch there's two things firstly it's like a serious one where I could have it's like I'm sure everyone feels the exact same way I'm sure Nelson feels he could have done better against me in the hall ball let go earlier whatever against Johnny um, you know I just I felt so fed up exhausted broken from the hall ball all, that, all these things I can make all the excuses I want but in reality I didn't give it my all uh, I didn't even take my jacket off. I could have made myself more streamlined. I could have made myself, you know, I could have used my body, although not hitting him. I could have swiveled round to stop him from jumping. You know, there's a lot of things that I think about every morning in the shower when I'm crying and uh, that I could have done. Um, but, you know, that's, that's, that's the, you know, it's a lesson learned. And um, I'll learn to never, ever give up, never, ever. You know, it was a couple hours away from winning half a million. And I should have given it more and I should have, I owed it to the fans and, my family and everyone back home to, to try harder. So when I come back, I will come back harder. Uh, but the, the main thing is what about, right? What about when I won the first challenge and I was in the tribunal with Jenny and Corey, what about, and this could have easily been done if I got rid of Kyle straight away. So it was Kyle versus Asaf in that hanging challenge. I could have got rid of Kyle on day one. How funny would that have been? Yeah, and yeah. then we would have, I mean, who knows? We could have, you know, not a seventh championship for Johnny and a first yeah. championship for Asaf. For, for Johnny, yeah, Asaf would have been there for longer. He could have made a big dent in things. I think he would have done well in challenges. Could Nani, have, Nani they, would have never gotten but, caught up with Casey. We would have never had those outbursts with her and Anissa. Maybe Nani would have won the season. The butterfly effect. This is what Jay put to me, actually, when I was talking to Jay like, afterwards. He was like, why the fuck didn't you just get rid of Kyle straight away? I was like, fuck. That would have been hilarious. Not that I don't love Kyle and we aren't good friends, but it would have been funny. Um, why uh, last night we, we saw the uh, part one, at least, of the reunion. Um, I'll let you tell people why, why weren't you a part of the, uh, the Zoom reunion? Oh, I did film. I filmed the first half, my singular bits. But then for the, for the group bits, I was having surgery on my tooth. I was having the tooth removed. Uh, I did put it on my social media, but for everyone that missed it, yeah, I was recovering from surgery. I was on a lot of drugs, and I could have said anything. 
Um, but no, it was kind of take it or leave it uh, for me on that one. And I chose to I chose to not take part. I thought a lot of my story, like obviously I'm not going to mention D and all that jazz. So I thought rather than come fresh out of surgery and sit on Zoom for 12 hours, I would uh, I would recover properly. So I uh, I gave it a miss, but uh, it looks like it was a lot of fun. So. And are they going to air the parts, the individual parts, you think? Or you think they just decided not, they didn't I'm have sure. room for it? Yeah. Sure, I haven't caught up with uh, with the episode yet, so I don't know if I've been in it a little bit or, or not at all, or whatever. I imagine because I didn't do the, the group bits that uh, I'm not going to be in it at all. But either way, it was uh, it was fun filming the individual bits. Hopefully, I get sent a couple of them and I can post them myself or whatever. But uh, yeah, it looked like it looked like the guys had fun, and um, yeah, hopefully Jay forgives me. I don't know whether they asked him that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's got a good spirit about it. All right, Derek, you wrap it up. Yeah. Well, um, my, my, my first, I just got two questions. Um, are you serious about crying in, you mentioned crying in the shower a few times about the final. H- have you really cried? I, I wouldn't, I, I think about it a lot. Are you just joking? I, I mean, I, I wouldn't go as far as I've cried. Maybe I've cried. Yeah. I mean, you know what happened with Vendetta's like that, that fucked me up. I definitely cried over that one. And then, um, but this, this loss to Johnny was, at first, it was like it was it was a relief and it was cool and congratulations to Johnny. But then it's like I'll I'll be on the treadmill, I'll be walking my dog, and I'll think, what if, man? Why didn't you fucking try harder? Why didn't Why did Johnny have to win? Like, why couldn't you have just done what you what you were meant to do and be a beast? And and because if I think if I took him out, um, I know I haven't always shown it, but like my, I'm pretty good at maths. Uh, I think I would think I would have been a beast on the second day if I got a good night's rest. I think I think it was mine for the taking, and I think. I think I fucked up, so it, it plays it plays on my mind a lot, and uh, I'm going to use it the same way I use vendettas and come back harder. Yeah, well, I, I definitely know. Where, I sorry, go ahead. I said yeah, no. Think about it, because otherwise I'll start crying again, D. Yeah, no, I mean I've definitely been there before, um, where sure. where you re, where you've I've lost and and you relive that moment. You do, um, don't you? and, and you and. Yes, over and over and over and over again. What could I have done differently? I could have done this. I could have done that. I should have done this. Um, I should have won. And then it, and it eats at you for a long time. I'd say probably months. I'd say maybe average three months. Um, where you think, yeah. Vendetta's at me for two years until I was on top of that yacht drinking champagne and then it was okay again. And now I think I'm back to square one. (laughs) Yeah. you know, the only thing to do is to use it. Because, um, you know, if Vendetta's hadn't happened and I hadn't died in that rock, maybe, and I, I wouldn't have had something to prove, then maybe in season 34 I wouldn't have tried as hard and I wouldn't have, you know, made sure I politicked my way till the end. But so maybe it is meant to be. So maybe me losing to Johnny in that is, you know, is, is my fuel that I need for my fire again. And uh, maybe the next season I'll come back and and uh do what i did again i don't know we'll we'll see but yeah you can use it for fuel on the fire for sure yeah i mean i it's it's nothing you should be ashamed of i think you've done three seasons uh you've won you know you've got two finals uh you've got a challenge championship uh you just went into probably my favorite uh elimination in fuck a very long time you know uh to see visually um and uh, uh and, and i and and I think what happened to you uh in that final where you were you know broken uh mentally emotionally physically I think stemmed from that hall brawl it sounds like and and without having the rest because you know I remember what happened between me and Josh and 
It oh, was, he, yeah. he, he knew midway. He said it out loud. He goes, I'm not going to be able to play the game anyway. He goes, after I'm done with this, it's, he said it in the elimination. I'm not going to be able to go on. And so, you know, yeah. I felt, oh, I said yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I took that as fuck. Yeah. All right. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. He's hurt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, if someone was to say that to me, I'd be like, yeah, well, you're about to get finished then. Yeah. But you know, finish yeah. him. Um, oh, by the way, I've been wearing your t I've been I, wearing that t shirt all the fucking time, man. It's my favorite t shirt. It's a really good fit. The uh, the Josh versus uh, Derek, um, you know, uh, elimination of the decade t shirt that I got from you guys. Yeah, mate, I would recommend it to anyone. Uh, the literally the t shirt, the fit is so good. I wear t shirts for the fit, not necessarily what's on them, but it is great what's on it. But um, yeah, it's a very comfortable tee, and I'm, I've been wearing it nonstop, so highly yeah. recommend. No, I do really appreciate it. Um, uh, and and likewise, uh, I got more awesome bearwear uh, picks to put up. But um, my last question is is because I love this elimination so much, and is you know I hate mentioning the Derek Joss elimination because we've mentioned it so much. We literally have <laughs> because we literally have a T-shirt of it um, that I feel kind of dumb about it, but. Um, to be honest with you, this, your elimination with Nelson and everything that happened bef- before it is my favorite elimination probably since that. And, uh, wow. I commend both you guys for, wow, uh, yeah, no, huh? no, abs- absolutely dude. 100%. I, and I want to go back into that hall, man. And, and there was a moment where you said that they were going to, and for the record, everybody, the heart that both these guys put out there is, you know, speaks volumes. For, for both of them. And, you know, and, and for Nelson also, um, you know, people, people look at this and for me is, is this is, you know, what, the Nelson's best moment, you know, even going down in a loss. Um, yeah. yeah. And, he, he got more love. Like, yes, I, I thought, Oh wow, that's massive. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to be, be loved now. And then yes. I read the it was all like, we fucking love Nelson. It's, and I was just like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like even with a loss, he literally, he, he stole that episode. It was, and maybe even the season with that moment, it was, uh, it was, yeah, very commendable. Yeah. Beautiful- I, well, but you know, and I was going to ask, you know, do you feel like there was, you know, it was sort of taken away. I felt the same way with Joss. When I beat Joss on TV, they were like, oh man, Joss, great job. Great. I'm like, even when, even when I'm down there in the dirt and I had just eliminated the guy from the game, he had walked off set, walked back on set to say like goodbye, like pissed off. And everybody's walking down and congratulating him. Fucking Johnny's kissing him on the cheek. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm like, these motherfuckers should be high fiving me, kissing me on my cheek for eliminating this fucking you know, this Amadeus out of the fucking game. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying. Like, I know exactly what it's, For me, I was just proud to be part of the moment. Yes. Um, and I thought it, like, I think on both regards, me and Nelson, we both won over a lot of fans that day, um, which for me is a big thing. I might not show it and I might act like a dick most of the time, um, but it does it does mean a lot to me when I get lovely messages from fans. So, um, yeah, I think... Me and Nelson both that day. No, I'd gone from you know the nasty guy that had you know put Jay in hospital, and Nelson had gone from the guy that shouted at women, and then all of a sudden we're both gladiators putting our bodies and hearts on the line, and um, 
and I think, yeah, we, we changed a lot of people's minds that day. And it was, like I said, a beautiful moment. But, yeah, Nelson even more so. And for what he did, the Corey thing, is just, it's just beautiful. So, but, but it's going to change what I'm about to do. But And it and it didn't. And that's what I, I want to remind people of, is that that moment should not get taken away from what you did in there and how you put your body on the line during those that gladiator-esque uh, uh, performance. You came out on top. You won. Um, you went into the final, you know, all types of fucked up but there was this moment where it's in slow motion where he's grabbing your leg and everyone up top is saying let go let go let go and we can see that he's got the short he's got the short end of the stick you know or he's got the short route to the bell and they're like let go let go let go and you're saying well he couldn't let go and the second he let go and he's gonna make a run for that bell we see your hand come out and fucking grab him by the by the collarbone or by the by the horse collar and his shoulder pads and you fucking pull him back with you and that was the moment to me where i go you can't you don't teach that that right there is just pure brutal instinct that is you being in the trenches and being aware of your surroundings and being aware of how far he is from you and you fucking pull him back and i don't know if you know this rogan but he never made it to the bell yeah to, I know. To both rounds he did not make it to the bell no no it was yeah it's thank you you're making it you're making me emotional yeah it was it, it is what it is I, yeah i left everything in the sand that time and uh, i think nelson did too but i just got the better of him on the night and uh, I'm sure he he stands in the shower in the mornings and thinks I've only had done this I mean I've done that the same way I do with my elimination with Johnny so so it it you know it happens to the best of us and uh, I'm sure he'll come back bigger and stronger from it as well to me the the best kind of elimination is the one like you and Nelson or Derek and Joss or say Kyle and Theo or one of these eliminate or Sylvia and Melissa where everybody comes out looking like a million bucks. Even the person who loses the elimination sometimes like in this instance, because of how brave he was going in there for his boy, Corey put himself on the line. Sometimes Nelson even comes out even more popular than maybe even you who technically won. So everybody is, is coming out a better man or woman or more popular or more feared going into their next elimination. The other form of elimination, I think makes a lot of headlines is say Tory truck and Jenny or Jenny truck and D or, you know, <laughs> of course, CT carrying Johnny. That's a star making performance. But, you know, when, when you start to give out awards for the best eliminations or you do a bracket for the best eliminations, I'm always going to be the person who votes uh, for the eliminations like the ones that we just saw uh, with you and Nelson. So kudos to you. Even if a lot of the goodwill has been going Nelson's way, uh, remember, you were the even, but he kind of stole your thunder a little bit because you threw yourself in and then he went and threw himself in over you and the people were kind of like, you know, giving him <laughs> yeah, all Yeah, he kind. talked Trump me. Yeah. He talked Trump me. <laughs> no, but I love it. I'm just, like I said, I'm proud of Nelson. Like I'm good friends with Nelson and Corey. And so for that moment, for me, it was like, at the, at the time, it was like, right, this, you know, I've just got to get this done. But then afterwards, you know, I'll give Corey a big hug. Uh, and we were both very emotional and we just both lost a friend. And, uh, yeah, so it's, um, it was an amazing, it was amazing to be part of that. I'm just very proud to be part of, you know, what I consider the best show in the world and to be part of moments like that on it, which people are saying is one of the best moments of the season. That's, 
makes him very proud. Well, maybe I know you're rocking a Derek versus Joss T-shirt right now. Maybe, and we'll, we'll have to get Nelson involved as well. Maybe we can get Craig Marrier churning on an old Rogan versus Nelson T-shirt, um, something like that. I, yeah, that would be that would be so cool. Um, maybe we could draw you as a rhino. Okay, just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, yo, did you have a strategy going in? Did you have a strategy going into this? To to the and, whole role. Yes, and you know how bad did the hits hurt? You know, I so, mean, like, did you get? Were you guys injured? Was he injured? Were you injured? Yes, all of it. Okay, so my strategy going like I play rugby. Like you have to get you have to get lower than your opponent, and you have to drive them, and you have to drive them back. But Nelson's so quick and so strong. Like when we just fucking hit head to head on the first hit, man, and people were like, when we finished, see stars. Point, uh, probably, yeah. At the time, you don't notice. I didn't feel anything or anything like that. It was all adrenaline. Um, but yeah, I imagine, yeah, for a split second, I would have not known where I was. And then, and then it's just, right, lift him up, drive. Um, but the thing I said to Nelson as well, it's like, he did the impossible, I swear. I picked him up, right? So both his feet are off the ground and I'm walking with him. And then a couple steps in, he picks me up. How does someone that's already in the air pick someone up? I, like, I'm still baffled to this day. I don't know how the physics of it worked. But he picked me up whilst after I'd picked he up, him up while he was in midair. Someone that, that understands physics, please let me know how this happened. Because I didn't think that's physically possible for us both to be in the air at the same time. But it happened. I don't know whether we were both wedged against the sides or whatever. But for a second, we were both in the air. It was weird. Um, but, yeah, it was just, just get lower, drive. And uh, I, I want, I'll i be honest with you. Um, I wanted to do... Uh, a banana backpack moment. I wanted to to do the same thing that I'd done to Jay. I wanted to really prove my dominance. But I went, <laughs> I turned out, it turns out Nelson's unbelievable athlete, like, so fucking strong. He's literally made of granite. Like, his uh, his muscles and stuff, he's pure. I mean, he's got a body fat percentage on him. Um, so, yeah, it turns out I couldn't do that at all. And I quickly learned that. And then it was just, it was just an absolute brawl in a hall. Um, and I felt that we went from, you know, challenge competitors to, to gladiators in that moment. So, yeah, I'm just glad people enjoyed it. I certainly uh, did. Did you, did, did you, um, did you get hurt? Was he hurt? Um, afterwards, I think they took him to the ambulance. He had like a big black eye and whatever, and they thought he was concussed. I, I was sweet. I was fine. Um, yeah, no, I was cool. Uh, after the next day, I wasn't. Well, at the moment, I, I don't know whether it's adrenaline or just joy or whatever, but no, I, I, was, I was good. Yeah, man, that's that's all I got. That's yeah, all brother. I got. Really appreciate you coming on and, and again, being so open uh, about, uh, you know, everything that we talked about at the beginning here. And uh, I'm I'm excited to, you know, to see the, the charitable, uh, you know, BLM uh, 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 hoodie coming out. Yeah, I, ho- I, hope it, I hope it does some good. Like I said, I've been working with some charities very closely and um, even just sharing awareness. If people don't buy the hoodies, just sharing awareness, people signing petitions, people going donating, everything, you know. And if you want to donate and get a hoodie in the process, then that's what that's what I'm pushing forward with my company. So, yeah, just um, I hope my platform can do some good. Love it. Well, thank you, yeah. brother. Thanks for joining us, uh, putting awesome. a bow on this season. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, boys, as always. I've absolutely loved it. So I look forward to next time.
the Challenge Mania shop is open. Head over to challengemania.shop today for the best way to support the podcast while looking good doing it. New designs and items added every few weeks. Maniacs, time to mobilize. Check out challengemania.shop today. All right, there you have it, D. Rogan O'Connor, just just a fingertip away, a hair away from beating Johnny up on that mountain uh, and, uh, you know, eliminated halfway through the final that eventually becomes Johnny's seventh championship. Awesome walking us through the whole thing, through the snow, walking us through that hall brawl. I know you love that shit. You love geeking out for the nuts and bolts and the bells and whistles of those hall brawls. So cool to hear about that from Rogan um, and cool for him to open up about a subject matter. I think a lot of people uh, have been looking for him to address. We did that at the top. Uh, whether that does or doesn't suffice for you guys, I think it was good for him to get that message off his chest. And uh, looking forward to see seeing the uh, charity bearware he's got going on for the Black Lives Matter movement. So that should be good stuff, too. So, D, what did you think? think of rogan's i don't know what is his fourth appearance on the podcast what'd you think of rogie bear yeah um i you know i think he came at a good time and and like like you said i'm glad he uh you know he was able to address those issues because i've been seeing those uh you know those tweets pop up here and there so now you know there's the answer if anyone was looking for it and um and and yeah so i i really i'm really pissed that uh i wasn't able to deliver kyle's message um, while Rogan was on the podcast, but, uh, once again, Rogan, Kyle says you're the world's biggest piece of shit and wishes you froze up on that mountain. Just wanted to clear that up one more time, Scott. Love it. Well, we, uh, although Kyle wishes Ro- Rogan freezes up, uh, I hope that our Zoom does not freeze up this Sunday. The Legion of Zoom, the first ever Challenge Mania Zoom call we're doing Sunday, July 26th. Still time, if you are listening to this, before Sunday, July 26th to sign up, become a diesel-level patron, or upgrade if you're already a patron to join us. But if not, next month, August, active diesel-level patrons and above will take part in Derek's birthday party, our second Legion of Zoom call. So we have a ton of new patrons to shout out. I'd love to do it now here we go big shout out and big thank you to jessa ivana jordan sandsburn andres aricarde a big shout out to a 50 level diesel level patron Lori desaltos dante buchanan nikki dennis fitzgerald ryan coon cherry J, megan josh davo christy kush mayhem that's got to be a fake name kush, kush mayhem. mayhem i love it if not it's a great name for a bag of weed Austin Cromo, Sherry Day, Kathy Dillon, Charlie. Big shout out to another Diesel Level patron, Julian Imbert, Michael Perez, Stevie, Joe D coming in at a Diesel Level, Moj, Billy Gillard, Kelly, Jody Leckler, Ashley Petrella, another Diesel Level patron. Shouts to Ashley, Natalie Kessler, Chris, Christian Averill, Lena, Danielle Selly, Sydney Malelio. Cody Mitchell, Bobby Adel, Ashley McCabe, Tamari Anderson, Megan Slack, stop slacking, Megan, Jessica Ingram, Laura Kranjuk, Brian Ball, John Hall, Shane Perry, Wilson Kyrie, Mark Blaise, uh, Jill Breslin Grosses. She told me, hey, you don't have to shout me out every time. I'm just, I keep adding and subtracting my page or whatever. No, shouts to you again, Jill. Brian Tran, Crystal. Jordan M. Jacobs, Connie Liu, Tom, Andres Flores, Allison Leggy, B. Persh 5, Amanda Weissman, Tyrone Graham in the house, Abby Leinroth, Christina Frazier, Roxanne Leslie, Stephanie Merkel, 
Marissa Vanilla Sandoval, Crystal Michaela, Amanda, M. I think that's just like M. Is that like the person who hits up James Bond with the instructions? Mason Mickel, Christine Gregg, Ashley, Ryan Marquis, Amanda Cunningham, Jeremy Floyd, Allison Hooks, Joseph Manzella, Emily Fella, Brittany Giello, Dixie Dufresne, Gabriella Rowland, Jennifer Stumpe, Lee Warrior, Joey and Santino Donati, Amre Ambalo, Haley Shaughnessy, Julie Cote, Meals, Meals in the house, Meals TV, what's up brother? Erica Yo. Bretz, Aaron Young is back at the diesel level, what's up Aaron? Annalisa Thomas, Stephanie Guzman, Ariana Johnson, Veronica Lee, Sydney Kincaid, Eddie Hendricks, Ashley A. Mefford, Kat Ludd, Veronica Ocasio, Cedric Wilson, Javery Duncan, Ashton, Hope Bruner, Harrison Rubenfeld, Morgan Banfield. Wow, we got another page to get to. Sorry, guys. We got to get to everybody. Brandy Hoagland, Jacob Reed, Mahara Khan, Natalie McLaughlin, Marina Apfel, Jose Suazo, Mariah, Karina Rojo, Chance Rawlins, Megan, Kendra, Katie Postlewaite, Ronald Bristow, Melissa Frangos, Rachel Shinette, Jack May, Kelly Gennady, Norma Valdez, Norma Valadez, Rach, Jason Bose, John, Madison Kirkpatrick, Grace Jones, Grace Jonas, Lisa, Anna Presley, Sarah Felipe, Miguel, Hunter Hoffman, Kelly Giamanco, Lauren Bowen, Shelly O'Byrne, C. Lopez, Josh Valdez, Marianne Shaughnessy, Ainsley Boswell, Jack May, Emily Cecil, Rosalind Riley, Angie Plufgraf, and Kristen Decker. Thank you guys so much for joining the pod squad. Woo! Yeah, thank you. We really, really appreciate you. Um, you know, Challenge Mania wouldn't exist without you guys. Uh, so really means a lot. Um, hope I can personally meet each and every one of you someday. Um, and uh, and it starts with the Zoom calls, Scott. Yes, the Zoom bit. calls are going to be super face. fun. Yeah. You might be listening to this after we already did our first one. I'm sure it was a doozy. I'm sure it was a banger. People might still be feeling it today. But you still have August. Date to be announced. Become a Diesel Level patron today or just join at the Maniac Level and hear every Madhouse podcast we've ever done. We're going to keep those coming to you every week. They just announced Big Brother All-Stars coming back on August 5th. So there will be some reality TV wow. for us to enjoy. Wow. That should be interesting. We'll see what challenge people are back on Big Brother. Of course, so many big brother people coming to the challenge we'll see who goes back to big brother for all stars so news on that is coming out as we speak all right d we spent so much time shouting out patrons let's give rogan one more shout out hit him up on twitter at rogan underscore o'connor check out bearware everywhere you get that d's been posting some hot pics of him in the gear he knows that he loves it i love it my son loves the hat loves the cool bear logo he loves playing with it so uh thank you guys so much thank you to rogan thank you all for listening thanks to BetterHelp. go to betterhelp.com slash mania get 10 percent off your first month of online counseling they have licensed professional counselors that are specialized in depression stress anxiety relationships grief self-esteem you name it check them out betterhelp.com slash mania and guys patreon.com slash challenge mania that's where it's at in the zoom call we saw a lot of people rocking challenge mania swag you know where they got it challenge mania.shop always open d i'll give you the last word what's up no that, that's it um just just glad we were able to you know have a a great um total madness season the madhouse was fun um you know this rogan podcast I, I love getting into the hall brawls you know having jenny here at the end um you know getting johnny during the uh, uh you know a, you know after the west elimination um 
you know, getting Jay on after he beat CT. Like, th- these are the reasons why I love doing Challenge Mania. And, uh, you know, even Casey with that little tidbit where she's like, you know, they didn't play this on the show. Um, so I, I'm glad I was able to explain it. And I was like, this is exactly why Challenge Mania exists. So, uh, you know, I hope that everyone, the patrons, you know, can stick with us, you know, during the, uh, you know, somewhat downturn here. We're going to keep, you know, listen, the, the OG movement is happening. We're going to find those OGs. We're going to, you know, you know, see, see where their heads are at, you know, where they've been at. Um, and, and, uh, and with this big brother thing, I don't know. I may have to turn a new leaf and really, really get into this damn big brother thing. Look, you know, be- because beggars, now they are the sister show. Beggars Big Brother can't is be the choosers. sister show. It's the sister show, and it's the only damn thing on TV now. So beggars cannot be choosers, my friend. Let's figure out. And, and the, the difference with this one is you'll see, I think, I believe, I cannot confirm nor deny, depending on when, when you hear this, some stuff might be out there. But you're going to see some familiar faces from the challenge on this season of Big Brother. That doesn't mean you're going to see Eric Neese and Coral. I'm not saying you're going to see challenge people, but you're going to see Big Brother oh. people turn challenge people now going back to play Big Brother again. So let's cheer them on. Let's root them, root for them. Let's support them. Uh, let's have some fun. It, there is going to be something to enjoy. Baseball is coming back. Basketball is coming back. And now Big Brother's coming back too. So, uh, And you mentioned those OGs, D. Start texting. Start sliding into those DMs, man. Uh, we're going to load up some of these OG cast members uh, for the next few weeks and months here because the challenge might be on hiatus, but challenge mania never is. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we're going to keep the we're going to try to have challenge mania be the heartbeat while uh, challenges, you know, trying to figure their stuff boom, out. Boom. So boom, stick boom. with us and boom, uh, we'll try to keep the content boom, boom. coming. That's right. Challenge mania. We're the heartbeat. All right, brother. All right, man. Thank you, dude. All right. All right, guys, this ends your time here on Challenge Mania. Take care of yourselves, and hopefully we'll see you in the future. Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese. Or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price.